This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. I'm just reaching into my bag of bits. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Thanksgiving at home. There's Aunt Ruthie with her old lady smell, welcoming everyone who walks in the door by kissing them on both sides of the cheek. Come here. And here's Grandpa Johnny pouring an extra shot of bourbon in his eggnog. Get ready for more stories of how much harder he had it when he was a kid. My school was made out of cardboard. Uh-oh. Grandma's teeth fell out in mid-sentence and landed in the cranberry sauce. And there's Dad trying out the new electric knife on the turkey. I think I lost the tip. Oops. Looks like he needs to go to the emergency room to get that finger reattached. I'm getting lightheaded. <laughs> uh, damn it. School was made of cardboard. I know. Well, I came here today. <laughs> You'll throw that one around. I'll just smile real big and then go away. These dinners with the family aren't great. One year I somehow got hit by a plate. Ants to the left of me, uncles to the right, here I am spending Thanksgiving with you. Being here is the best I could do. Everybody's drinking way too much booze. But my cousins are starting to fight. And neither one of them's what you call bright. Sisters to the left of me, drug bro on my right, here I am spending Thanksgiving with you. We have a phone call. Oh, uh, JJL, hello. I just wanted to take a moment to wish everybody an incredibly happy holiday. Oh. Thanksgiving is such a blessed, gluttonous celebration where the Indians and the pilgrims first sat down at a dinner table at a casino near Plymouth Rock. <laughs> The Indians fell asleep from the trip to fan, and the pilgrims got up and claimed all their land in a brilliant real estate swindle. <laughs> uh, speaking of the, uh, the elderly. And now, Thanksgiving tips from the elderly. Look, if I accidentally let one rip at Thanksgiving dinner, remember, I'm old. This has been another Thanksgiving tip. From the elderly. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO. It's time for the JJO Morning Show 646 Fix. Talk dirty to me, please. All right, the sex fix brought to you by our equipment Dodgeville. They've got hoes, the Anmar track hoes, the mini bag hoes. Call the barrier deep experts at our equipment. Check out the letter R, equipment.com, for the entire Yadbar series. Uh, Jamie? Hello. Hello. How are you? What's going on? I'm doing okay. All right. Here we go. What's your question? Okay. So I need some help figuring out my life with my boyfriend. I don't know what to do. Um, so I live in, we live in like a small town. Um, he's 25 and I'm 23. Um, we've been together since I was like a sophomore. Um, and like, I love him. I think he's the best. Um, but like lately, like my, like, I don't know, my idea of like life is shifting and like he lives on a farm and he just wants to take over the farm for his dad. And like, I'm discovering that that is not the life for me. And I don't want to take over the farm and run a farm for the rest of my life. Um, and so I guess like my main question is how do you break up with someone that you think is really amazing? Like you still love them. Like you, you know, you respect them. You think they're the greatest, but I just can't, I can't do a farm. I can't die on a farm. I can't, 
I don't want to run a farm. Jesus like, it's Christ. Not for me. Did you say I don't want to die on a farm? <laughs> That's exactly what she said. <laughs> listen, listen. When when you turn sixty, they don't th- throw you in a slurry pond. I mean, it's okay. Take her out back, shooter. Just shoot her. You're like an old um, dog. Yeah, honesty. You, you just be honest. I, I, yeah, I, I'd say hi. I'm breaking up with you because I don't want to live on a farm. Right, and <laughs> and he'll appreciate the honesty. Oh, that's gonna hurt. Sophomore, but, in, sophomore in high school. Yeah. Oh. And then what? What? At what point did you go? Oh man, farm living. Uh, oh, this reminds me of uh, 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 Green Acres. Oh, I never. What? Don't. It's where she had to go live on the farm with Eddie Arnold. I, uh, and she was from New York. She was uh, high. Oh God. Anyways, uh, but she tried. Anyway, she stayed and tried. She'd always run around the farm in her high heels and sequin dresser. Yeah, that's not realistic. <laughs> um, you just need to be honest. That's that's all you got to do. It, okay. Because you, he's gonna be. He's going to be thankful that you aren't kind of lying your way into it when you move in and then five years from now, yeah, after him, you're yeah. married, being like, I don't want to do that. Dump him for a city boy. Because, yeah. yeah, that is something you need a partner for 100%. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't. Yeah, for real. Totally. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with <laughs> realizing that it's not for you. It is hard, uh, but you should be proud of yourself for knowing yourself that yeah. well and recognizing yeah. and for not trying to change who you are and what you want because of somebody else. That's fantastic. You're doing great. You're killing it. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's yeah. just tough. I had like I had like an eye opening. Like I went to a bachelorette trip in Vegas like a couple years ago, and it just opened my eyes. And I just knew I wasn't gonna be a small town person forever. Like I right. would rather wait tables in Vegas than I think just <laughs> live a quiet life, getting up at you know four thirty in the morning. She'd rather bet the mm-hmm. fa- she'd rather bet the farm on Vegas. Right, that's yeah. hilarious. I've got plenty of stories about Vegas I can talk about on the radio. So <laughs> it's I, true. I know exactly how you feel. Uh, yeah, you're, and it does suck, and it's hard, and it's sad, but it's just honesty is the best policy, and you'll get through it. And you know, it's okay to be sad for a little bit, and and take it from there. You're not a bad person. Maybe timing would be important to have your ducks lined up. So you cut it yeah. clean. You just cut it clean. You're the right age. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. So, the, you know, so you don't stay there and say it and then stay. I don't Oh, well, you guys are living together. So you stay living together. You, you got to go. You got to hit the highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have always appreciate the, the person with the balls to have that honest conversation. Mm-hmm. It's always best. Just cleave it clean. That's good because I'm scared. <laughs> oh sure. Yeah. Uh, how do you think he's gonna? Uh, how do you think he's gonna take it? I don't know. I think it's gonna. I don't know. I think he's gonna get. I don't know. Mopey and quiet. Like I just don't even know if he's gonna. I don't know. I think it's gonna be hard for him to have a serious conversation about like the future. It would be interesting yeah. if she moved away and turned into Eva Gabor and came back in a sequin dress and tried to make it realize the error of her ways. Milking cows. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen either. Yeah, that's kind of the farm stuff. I don't know. It, it, that's kind of bred into you. I feel like, isn't it? You gotta. That's something you like from little on. Yeah, I think so. It's, and I mean, it's his family tradition. Like that's it's his thing. But I just, I can't get into it. I don't know. I don't have the passion for it. Yeah. yeah. What if he wants to move with you? What if he? If you told him you want to go to Vegas and deal cards and show everybody your boobs, you think he'd move with you? Um, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't want to like pressure him or like make him give up everything that you know he thinks he wants right now. Mm. So, I, it I sounds know. like you're ready for a new chapter in your life, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just hard, especially in like a small town where everyone knows everything, and 
Well, you what know? other people think it's of like, you is none of your business, you sister. Know, maybe he'll uh, uh, maybe he'll end up marrying your sister or something. Maybe maybe there's like maybe a- he'll end up marrying his own sister. Maybe <laughs> there's. <laughs> <laughs> How small there's, of a town is this? There's a bigger plan out there we don't know about yet. Maybe, just maybe there's just just maybe there's some sheep on that farm. But I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to go there either. <laughs> they don't make very good helpers. No, they don't make. Good, uh, but I like. Uh, I, who knows? Just say, look, I can't live like this. This right. is not happening. And then and then see what happens. Yeah, maybe he'll leave the farm. Maybe you know those freaking cow farts are going to kill the planet, man. Maybe maybe he'll sell the farm. No. Going to sell the farm. Uh, hi. Hi, how's it going? So, ask her how big a farm is this? Uh, how big's the farm? Um, big enough? I don't know exactly, but. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, that, I don't think that's her department. Do, do, they, do, they, have, do they have cows? <laughs> yeah, they have some animals. Yeah, yeah. they have a few cows. <laughs> Why? What, 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 do you, what do you think? Do you think more work for her if the farm is huge? Well, if it was just a cash crop farm, that's a lot different than having animals. Mm-hmm. I don't, well, I shouldn't say just a, but yeah. And then, man, farming them animals is, dude, it's a lot of I, heartbreak. Like I always say, it's always fun and games out on the farm until you got to shoot a freaking horse. Ugh. Yeah. Or until you got to oh, stick yeah. your hand up a cow's butthole. Ugh. I, I don't want to think about it. I didn't know your I didn't know your mom was coming in. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Hey. All right. I uh I'm on uh team uh what's your name? Jana? Jamie? Jamie. J- J- I'm team Jamie. You got to okay. do you're at the perfect yep. you're going to get in there, you're going to you're going to get you're going to get stuck and then uh then you're going to be committed. Okay. Y'all are building my confidence a little bit. Yeah. Yes, girl. <laughs> when it's over, it's over. Hi, wrap it up. Maybe she ends up in a wood chipper. Jesus. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> but she's got huge tracts of land. Hi, how's it going? You know what scares me in about when she gets in the real world, working until she's about 38, she's going to be like, shit, I could have been on a farm and did nothing all the time and been rich. Did nothing. Get out of here. <laughs> Get. Hi, how's it going? Hey, uh, tell her to watch Forrest Gump. Uh, that's going to be her. Oh, Forrest Gump. Uh, let's see, what analogy is that when For- Forrest went to war? Let's see. What's the analogy? Oh, oh, well, from Jenny's viewpoint? Oh, oh, she's Jenny in this scenario. She ran off and, and uh, experienced the 70s while Forrest was mowing the yard. On that little freaking tiny lawnmower. It took Forrest Gump like all day to mow that yard. He liked it. Wow. My bad. You're fine. This it's... is like this is like her rum springer. She's heading out. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. Uh she's gonna go see Magic Mike in Vegas. Turn it all around. You do you, boo. Yep. You deserve it. And it's okay. Don't feel bad. That's all I have to say about that. And if you ever come back to Madison, you want to roll in the hay. <laughs> hey. Hey. All right. Okay. Godspeed. Hit the showers. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Talk to you later. It's kind of heartbreaking in a way. But it's good for her to recognize that that's not the direction she wants to go in her life. That takes some balls to do that. Well, she at 23, she gave it a hell of a run. I mean, right. she definitely didn't, you know, see if it was a fit. I mean, you can't half ass being on a farm. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, no, it's not a real big secret how I feel about tubed meat. I love it. I understand the irony of me being a lesbian and loving tubed meat. Trust me, it's not lost on me. Uh, two hot dog vendors had 100% beef over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'll see myself out. Uh, 21-year-old, a hot dog vendor named Yoni Yanes. That is a porn star name. 
allegedly stabbed another hot dog vendor Jeez. in a turf war. Did you know? Hey, take it easy. There are hot dog vendor turf wars. No. Learn something new every like day. Food truck. Right, like this is my corner, right, bitch. Right, right. You're at you're in my wiener hood. Get, yeah, get out of here. Like in Pretty Women, yep. woman when yep. they're fighting over whose corner is yeah, whose. I'm going to Beauty Skull, so I'm going to have to charge you a little extra this month. You know, Vivian. You know, she knew I was going to raise the rent on Vivian, but now that I've got this thing going, you know, I got to. Uh, Anywho, it happened in downtown San Diego on Saturday night outside of Petco Park. There was an event that was happening, and that's where hot dog vendors thrive. Jeez. If you ain't never bought a hot dog outside the rave after a concert, you ain't living your best life or gambling. Police say there was a brawl involving 10 to 15 people, which started after vendors from L.A. set up shop in areas where San Diego vendors are typically serving hot dogs. Mm. I don't know if either group had a permit. I don't even know if that's relevant. Cops say Yane stabbed a 31-year-old man in the back. So he was arrested and the victim was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. No one else was seriously hurt because they're preserved with a bunch of nitrates. Ah, now let's go beyond the hot dog. (laughs) There's a video of the aftermath in a new report online. People just casually buying and eating hot dogs. As the police are mopping up the blood. Sure. <laughs> get that, let's get that on TikTok as fast as we can. I did not know. I mean, it makes sense, I suppose, that hot dog vendors are possessive of their area. Well, there's probably not many areas available. Well, it was at Petco Park. So, yeah. you know, like they, if there's an event happening... You, oh. They surround yeah, that. You're just, surrounded by I hot just, dog vendors. I just like hearing you say hot dog turf war. That's right. Very, very uh, Tupac. <laughs> very Tupac of you. Is it? Dude, it's, it's a hot dog. Eat hot dog out there in the mean streets, dude. I love hot dogs. Man, I love hot dogs. I, I am a hot dog nut job, like, dude. Do you know what's in it? And I'm like, yeah. And I still like it. Yeah. And also that whole do you know what's in it thing. That whole argument doesn't fly with me because what do you, I like that we try to not waste any of the animal, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. That should be the whole like, idea. Like the old days. Right. The hot dog. Does is that there... mean I'm going to have blood soup? No. No, no. But... This ain't the depression, you bitch. The hot dog is our only connection to the pioneer days uh, when uh, yes. when they would use the whole animal. The Oregon Trail when they you all had... lived on hot dogs. A lot of times when I'll. Oh, that was that is perfect. Music to my <laughs> music to my ears, Paul. It's Bloody Mary Tuesday. I love this. I know a lot of times when I go over a cliff on my horse, uh, I cut the horse open, pull out its guts, and I sleep in it until the dawn. Like a tauntaun. Yeah, was that from the Revenant? It was. Which was stolen from Star Wars. Just saying. It is? Yeah. When Han Solo goes out to rescue Luke on planet Oh, I didn't remember that. And he cuts open the tauntaun and shoves Luke inside to keep him warm. Wow. Nice recall, dude. I like that. If it's Star Wars, I'm slightly... I'll give it up for Harrison Ford. Only Harrison Ford. As long as he's not flying us anywhere, I'm fine with it. Oh, (laughs) God. Damn it. Trying to... Putt out there, and, and Harrison Ford lands coming right. in hot, dude. You know, with a plane full of puppies. Uh, all right. Yeah, there you go. So did, I'm sorry. Did the guy live or did the guy die? Everybody lived. Everybody lives fine. Yeah, other dudes going. The stabbers going to jail. The stabby lives to sell another hot dog. Do you ever do the hot dog on the street thing? Jesus, that looks amazing. I'm trying to think of the last hot dog on the street I had. Might have been New York. No. No, maybe uh, Home Depot. Does that count? I'll allow it. When's the last time you had one proper? The rave. Oh. Long time ago. Never had a street hot dog there. It was an anthrax show. God, it's tough to say. It was good, though. Now, now the last uh, hot dog product I had was at Coney Island over at A&W. Right there in the old. I never had no A&W. No winter. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so good. Uh, shout out to the cheddar worst that's rolling around at the quick trip. Oh, totally, dude. Don't even front. Yeah, no, totally. No, you're right. 
Uh, the last hot dog I did have was uh, off the roller at uh, the Schrader Road Quick Trip. Good call. I was running late for my tea time. I was I'd, following you. I had to stop and uh, shove a hot dog down my throat. It was delicious, and I always get Funyuns with it. You do? Now, do you ever do the thing you do with the sub where you shove Doritos down in your hot dog? No, I love... It's a thing. Pickles or relish. Yep. I love onion on my hot dog so much. The one thing... And I'll crowd it up every now and then. The one thing I will tell you to do, the secret at Quick Trip for the chicken sandwich, pickles. Oh, yeah. Dude. Don't front. Don't talk. Okay, what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. A man searching for a treasure with a metal detector on a beach in Florida finally had sex with somebody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be news, though. I uh, found a ring worth $40,000. And then he returned it to the owner because he's not one of us. <laughs> uh, here's the exact moment that Joseph Cook found the ring on the beach. What? Philadelphia on a Saturday night. That ring's worth $50. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No way. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Look at that bad boy. Holy crap. Y'all, that's real. Y'all, I swear to God, that's the biggest diamond I've ever found on the beach. He did. He's got a lot of energy. Uh, yeah, he needs to calm the hell down. 37-year-old treasure hunter discovered a $40,000 engagement ring. Um, uh, video posted by Joseph Koch shows him excitedly digging for the ring. Um, no way, man. When I first found it, I thought it would just be a nickel. But then I dug it up. It was a big old diamond and platinum ring. He immediately posted the video online in an effort to contact whoever had lost the wedding bling. I would not do that. <laughs> when I went to the jewelers, they told me it was worth $40,000, but then they only gave me $25 for it. I said, oh, God, that's been sitting in my scooter for almost a week. <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, two weeks later, he began receiving calls from an unknown number. While he initially ignored the calls, because that's what we do when it's an unknown number, he soon realized it was the owner of the ring. Oh, he's a good enough looking fella. Look at he looks pretty friendly. He's a beach bum. That's why whenever I uh, kill somebody and I bury them out on the beach, I take their jewelry and belt buckles off. Yeah. I don't want them to find my fingerprints or something weird. Uh, connect me back to the crime. These guys. Um, so this fella. Now here's a. Have we really verified this is that lady's ring? They were pretty happy. The wife was on a FaceTime call, and she just said, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And then she started crying. Treasure Hunter said the owner met him at Hammock Beach three weeks after he found the last ring. It felt really good. I've returned $60,000 of stuff this year. Wow. But nothing even close to this before. So the lady didn't know she lost her ring. Well, she had to have known. How's that possible? Why wouldn't you go she get it? She would a have known. Right. Why wouldn't she go get a metal detector and don't? Uh, uh. Screw the area up. Just go get a metal detector. Just put a hat there so you know where you're, you think you lost it and go get a metal detector. Cook said he wasn't really upset about returning the ring because he believes in karma. Stop it. I really wasn't disappointed that I had to return it. I got a necklace with about 25 to 30 rings on it just so I can return them to their owners. Aw. He's a metal detective. Every time I return an item, I find something better. I have a metal detector. Uh, he's a nice guy. I have a metal detector at home. I don't know if it still works. I should dig it up, go hit a park, try to find an old uh, gun or something. Uh, I think I might be an asshole. What? I don't know that I would return that ring. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to wait for the, uh, what, what, there's a, what's a, what do they call that time period that goes by and then it's legally. Yours. There ain't nothing like that. <laughs> Take it to a different it's town. It's called Finders Keepers, right, Mofo. Right, right. Uh, and some diamonds have identification on them, don't they? I think some diamonds they uh, etch uh, some kind of serial number or something. Danger. Uh, no, I don't know. But wouldn't that ring be insured if it's forty grand? Sure. Yeah, I have ring insurance. 
Right. Your, your homeowners probably has ring insurance. So at that point, that ring's already insured. They already mm-hmm. got a new ring. Psh, psh. What do you call a metal detector? A metal detector. Yeah, there's nothing really too fancy there, is there? A detectorist? I don't think so. A detectee? An individual who likes using their metal detector. <laughs> Guy that walks around the beach and points at stuff. I, I don't know what you call What do you call someone who... So all you need, it's a nice, yeah. cheap uh, hobby. All you need is a little trowel and your metal detector. A detectorist. Ah! Yeah, buddy. Fancy. Um. Yeah. I'm surprised I don't you see. Can, I mean, you can get a really, you can get pretty expensive. Ones. I'm surprised I don't see more metal detector dudes around. I never. When's the last time you saw a guy with a metal detector? I, I've only ever seen them on the internet. I'm not really sure that they're real. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen one out right. in the uh, out in the public. Not right. around here, anyway. Like not out in the wild. I ain't never seen one. Uh, I guess you. What would be a good spot? Sure, a park. Uh, uh, a beach. A beach. Uh, sure, you go up and down Lake Wisconsin. I, or Wisconsin River. I don't know. I don't know. The magnet fishing people are pretty big right now. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I think you could go to a, uh, you could find a battlefield, something like that. Yeah. Go out in your backyard. You never know what's out there. Maybe you don't want to know. I can't imagine people make a lot of money off of it. No. I don't think so. Um, I mean, I imagine you find, like, a lot of coins and garbage. I would imagine you find a lot of garbage. <laughs> oh, totally. A lot, a lot of, yeah, pop you cans. Know? Yeah, pop tops. Sure, bottle, bottle caps. Pennies, maybe. Right. But uh, yes, yes, me, me. Ground penetrating radar. <laughs> yes. Hi, how's it going? I detect BS on that call. Great. Hi, how's it going? Uh, two things. One, uh, I expected when you put that for the gentleman to be much older. Yeah. And second of all, um, I. My office building is near a park in Madison, and I see a guy that comes out every oh every couple of weeks, and he'll like metal detect like the picnic table. Ah, so uh, he's around, like, yeah, he's like right looking now. for change. Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. But, right on. Yeah, you ever see him jumping up and down and screaming, "I'm rich"? No, no. All you see him is occasionally you'll see him bend over with his little trowel, and dig a small hole, pick something up. And then put the dirt back in the hole. Yeah. Put it down and keep moving. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, have a good day. All right, bye. Well, that's a sad-sounding man. Maybe that's his release. Morning. Hey, do you mention something about magnet fishing? Yeah. Yeah, my buddy up in Michigan did that, and he actually found a gun that was linked back to a 83 homicide. Oh, Shut up. Wow. Oh, yeah, my God. That's kind of cool. And he called, uh, I believe it was Detroit PD, and they brought it out, took it to evidence, and it was an 83 homicide murder weapon. Holy crap. Well, I know they find, like, a lot of knives, guns, stuff like that. They'll find it when, because I watch the, I'm in the TikTok algorithm of the Magnet Fishers now. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty fascinating stuff. And then I've been watching this dive team, too, that goes, and they look for cars for people that are missing. And it's pretty neat that they're finding this stuff now and kind of helping solve these cold cases. I think it's pretty cool. It's like with the rivers going down. Uh, all the cars, yeah. all the all the old boats and stuff. Look at Lake Mead. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's really. I feel cool. like I feel like they should give him a job for evidence. Yeah, no kidding. I, mean, I own a metal detector. It's super old. It's from the eighties. It was my granddad's. I don't even know why I still have it. But uh, I think if I bought a new metal detector, it would sit there like my bicycle. I ride it. I'd use it once a year. Yeah. I don't think I'd be. Uh, I don't think I'd have the. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I thought you were going to well, ride that. Don't give that metal detector to whoever you 
loaned your bike to and never got it. Touche. Wow, too soon, dude. All right. Take it easy. I'm still trying to find her so I can kick her in the nuts. She ain't even on face plan anymore. Yeah, of course not. She's hiding. She's got all the money she needed by selling my bike. Of course she's not. (laughs) Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Like foreplay for your day. Today is National Orgasm Day. <laughs> I'll have an orgasm, and for my drink, I'd like a banana daiquiri. I'm going to ask you a simple question about sex. Do you ever fake it? You cannot fake an erection. This is the fake at eight. No, that's just science fiction. Kind of like a female orgasm. With Johnny and Dee. JJO. Today brought to you by Cruise and Chubbies in the Dells. They got up to 30 entertainers a night. You can party there seven days a week. Still the best party around, big city feel, but Midwest friendly environment. Tell your folks it's said I. Spacious atmosphere, unlike many other clubs. So spread out at Cruise and Chubbies. So. I forgot your name and all this excitement. Brittany. Hi, Britt. How are you? I'm good. Fancy. All right, so uh, we're ready. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you had in store, but uh, that's why we do the show. you got to play the game. Find out. Okay. Ready when you are. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. So I go... Yeah. Let's go. Okay, okay. Here's my best one. That's it. Stop it. I'm going home. Good. Brittany, what are you doing? Stop screwing around. Come on, do it. Quit. Quit. Stop it already. You don't get a day off. Should I try again? Yes. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. Let's talk about your lovers. What is going on there? You may have heard the last fake it. You need some special attention. I may. I may take everybody. Take take. What's the saying? Take you out of its misery. The misery it's taken out of. Yeah, take him to school. You're gonna, <laughs> what, where are we taking people? Nobody should be forced to listen to that. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> uh, a big old hell no. <laughs> Everyone needs to do a donkey sound. Hello? You're supposed to be giving thanks to the female orgasm, not making them... <laughs> Oh. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> this is the worst five minutes of radio. Or the best. Since radio was invented. No, no. It's the worst. Trust me. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> I like his better than yours, Brittany. Hi, how's it going? Morning. Morning. Yep. <laughs> what is happening? Man, drinking a Bloody Mary after fasting is a great way to start the day. Good morning. What's coming up at nine? Home. Good morning. The right is over. Good morning. You guys should start giving out prizes for this thing. Maybe that would attract a better. (laughs) (laughs) Snuff? It's producing us out there. All right, Brittany. What do you have to say for yourself? Oh! (laughs) 
No, don't speak. You'll ruin it. Oh, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. This is so bad. Ouch. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel. It's Thanksgiving in a small town. She's the beautiful but foul-mouthed author of the beloved holiday classic, Thanksgiving You the Bird. He's a handsome small-town preacher who's so uptight, he gets dressed in the dark to avoid seeing himself naked. Starring that actress you've seen on various TV shows, but you'd never know her real name. And also starring a real handsome actor you may recognize as bedpan washer number three on General Hospital. I can take that, nurse. Thanksgiving in a small town. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Probably not their target audience. That's right. That, uh, one, that one sounds interesting. You're big in the Hallmark uh, Channel. It's a secret to getting poontang. Um, all right, Thanksgiving is going to be more expensive this year. We already know that, uh, thanks to inflation. So if you decided to count one food that you normally serve. Oh, that's interesting. What food would it be? Why do I have so many windows open? This is what happens when they feed you Bloody Marys. What food would you cut if you had Jello. Very good. Not a fan of Jello, although I like it with vodka. I start my you start my day with six of those. Um, Jello if it's got vodka in it. Otherwise, I take out. Uh, oh crap! I'm out of time. I gotta hurry up. Ah, we shoot you. Uh, and you're uh, out of time. Uh, wait. Wow, that is a really tough question. Which one would I take out? What would you take out? The turkey. <laughs> well, turkey's not. I like, believe it or not, I like things better than the turkey. Oh, yeah. Totally. The, the sides are my favorite part. Yeah, casserole, green beans. I'll take that over turkey. Yeah. All day. I do like the dark meat, though. Uh, uh, it's uh, not saying I don't like turkey. I yeah. do like turkey. No, I would take uh, other sides over turkey. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. I take mashed potatoes over turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm glad we got that out there. Did we just agree on something? I feel like we've been uh, holding that in for decades. It's freeing. It's, it is. It's weird to I'm going to tell that. my therapist about this. Oh, my God. Um, the top ten foods we're willing to cut. Extra desserts, top of the list. Oh, well. Anything that's not pie. Uh, Let's talk about pie for a second. Well, pumpkin pie is in my top five. That's not going anywhere. We were, so we were going over the menu for Thanksgiving, me and my son Avery, who, by the way, is an amazing cook. Um, I'll post the street corn salad for everybody because they were losing their minds over it last night. He makes this amazing street corn salad that I could seriously live on. It's so good. But anywho, so we're going over things and we're going to do like this strawberry cheesecake parfait kind of thing. And we are going to make this... He had some sort of crazy pizza in a pan thing, like a skillet that he was wanting to make, and this and that. And then yesterday, he's all like, can we just, like, I don't know, buy some cheesecake? So I did. I just bought a cheesecake sampler, and that's what we're doing. We're not doing pie at all. One thing that's not going anywhere is uh, sweet potatoes. <gasps> One thing that's not going anywhere is uh, pumpkin pie with mountains of Cool Whip. Whip. Uh, stuffing would be hard to get rid of. You Potato can't. would be uh, hard to get rid of uh, in any form. Uh, holy crap. What would the hell would I get rid of? I don't. The uh, extra desserts is definitely up there, too. Because, like, like, you want some sort of, you want something in a round. Yeah, something weird like a, dish. like if there was like a wild rice or a, a weird fruit, you know, something, something probably healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably get rid of Brussels sprouts. Get them out of here. That was on the list too. I do like Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. I do. We, we eat them but all. But I time. also, yeah, I have them throughout the year. With like roasted carrots, hit the road. That's also on the list. Get that out of here. So, uh, someone pulled a thousand Americans uh, and asked them what they would drop from the menu. Um, 
additional desserts that aren't pie, top of the list, Brussels sprouts, squash. I love squash. I like squash. But I have it all year. Uh, creamed spinach. Ain't never had creamed I, spinach. I might. Oh, you're not going to like this. Cooked carrots, yams, cauliflower. It's all the healthy uh, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Salad. Get it out of here. <laughs> uh, I might. Oh, you're not going to like this. I might put beets on the chopping block. It's okay. I know you're a beet freak. but love uh, pickled beets. Well, I, I love all beets. I'll grab beets year round. I just oh, for, yeah. I just forget to eat them. That's oh my, my problem God. year round. I just forget they're out there. But I'll see them. I'm like, oh, I'm be in my belly with it. I love beets. And I'm going to see Ed tomorrow from Lodi, who makes the best pickled beets I've ever had in my life. Yes, indeed. Super excited about that. We're going uh, to be like a farmer's market out there in the trunk of your yeah, car. Hot day. Mac and cheese also on the list. Now, um, oh. that's more of a southern kind of add-on. It's more of a soul food add-on yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving I stuff. I see that much. Well, you guys have mac and cheese a lot anyway. But something, this is like homemade mac and something cheese. Something dumb like uh, cauliflower. I don't. That's on the list. Something dumb. Right. <laughs> uh, the poll also looked at the foods that we would never cut and... Thirty-six percent. This is number one. Green. Let me guess. Hold oh, on. This could Hold be, a, this could be a couple Hold of different on. things. This is the so one. This is the, the, the number one we'd never cut. Number one uh, uh, dish that out of a thousand Americans, they said they would never cut. Do, do the pregame martinis count, or is this a whole? No, th- that's a whole different category. Right, this, is like, this is like you chew it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I've got I've got a couple of great options. I'm gonna say. The great underrated green bean casserole. The main dish, turkey. Ah! I know, on, which it. is the what we get would cut. over yourself, dude. Uh, so the top 10 foods that we would never cut. Turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes, stuffing, sweet potatoes, bread rolls, salad. Soup? Who does soup on Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's dumb. Biscuits and green bean casserole. Like cranberry. Ugh. Oh, no, I love the cranberry sauce. Get that out of here. Uh, we produce, Wisconsin produces 60% yeah. of the nation's cranberry crop. Oh, I thought it was the world. I think, don't we do ocean spray? Aren't we the main ocean spray yeah, people farm for ocean spray? I mean, we're like top dog, dude. This is where, so I put what percentage of, and then it goes into uh, of people are left-handed. And of sleep should be deep. I love this. Mm. Um, but no, I'm going for what percentage of cranberries are grown in Wisconsin? Wisconsin is the nation's leading producer of cranberries, harvesting more than 60% of the country's crop. A uh, good question would be, what is the proper number of side dishes on the Thanksgiving table? There's no number. Mashed potatoes, green bean casserole. Are we counting gravy as a side dish? Sweet potatoes. And I would even throw in a wild card like uh, cream corn. Okay. But, yeah. Or, or what would be your... I'm, I'm just spitballing over yeah. here, but... I make a scalloped corn. I'm not making any of this year because it's like Although, so no. much. Stuffing would probably be... the stu- Is stuffing part of the turkey? No, that's separate. That's separate. So that'd be a separate one. Stuffing's number one with a bullet for side dishes. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be hard to leave that out. Followed by, I would say, gravy and mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, sweet potatoes. That's all you need. That's all you need. Well, cranberry. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I eat so much meat through the year. If if you if you you know held me right to it, I I mean I would definitely throw turkey out. I just got chicken cordon bleu. Which is weird. I had a rotisserie <laughs> chicken yesterday, which is weird. I ate the whole thing. But could you do it 40 days in a row? I think I could, yeah. Where'd you get your rotisserie chicken from? Don Zietlow's Quick Trip Empire. Oh, I never had one there. They're fantastic. They're so juicy. They're like they're like soaking in an inch of fluid, whatever it is. It's chicken juice. It's so good. I drank mm. it. I uh, oh, re soak it and then I drink it. She's gonna do shots 
of chicken juice. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with expert timing. They were funky Chinamen from funky Chinatown. I don't think you could say Chinaman. I, I don't believe that is the preferred nomenclature. Okay, uh, so research doctors now believe the legendary martial artist and actor, Bruce Lee, died from drinking too much water. Yeah, crazy story. Crazy ending. He died in Hong Kong back in 73 of brain swelling. He was only 32. Clearly an amazing physical condition. Yeah. They cut. now... What? Just cut. Razor cut. Toit like tiger. Toit like a tiger. They believe the swelling was due to hyponatremia. Neutremia caused by drinking too much water. No, too much water. Remember this happened uh, at a radio station contest. Do you remember that? No. Uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were giving away the Nintendo Wii. Yep. And people had to drink water. And not pee. And not pee. Right. Killed killed the guy. Yeah. Forgot about that. Um... I'll always bring up terrible radio promotions. <laughs> anyway. We own five of the top ten worst worst radio promotions. We do have one of them uh, where the they were giving away corn tickets, and the radio girl said, uh, whoever comes down to the station first and eats this can of corn out of my ass gets the tickets. <laughs> yeah. Did we air that one? I don't know if that made it to air. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that one. It's amazing. All right, uh, PC2. In an interview, Bruce Lee made a famous quote about water. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. <laughs> That's so cool. The water comes so my friend. You know who else died of too much water? Hmm. Uh, people on the Titanic. <laughs> they died of a lot of water. And it is never too late for a Titanic joke. Never too early. What has it been? 110 years? I think we just passed the uh, the limit of 100 year. You know. That's kind of, that's sad. Yeah, too much water. Because he drank, if I remember right, uh, and I'm not a Bruce Lee purist. I I don't know all the facts, but uh, love the movies. I mean, they're just classic. I mean. uh, My buddy is a Bruce Lee purist. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, it's just, it's fascinating to go back and watch the movies. But uh, uh, I know he, he didn't eat a lot. Clearly, a lot of protein shakes, a lot of stuff that required a lot of hydration. I know that. He would consume two protein drinks a day, mixing in eggs, wheat germ, peanut yeah. butter, bananas, brewer's yeast, and granular lectin. So he was always water deficient or dehydrated. He drinks so much water. No, dehydrated is not having enough water. Right, uh, but no, he, he would was overhydrated. Okay, I guess I get it backwards. Hey, yeah. man, enough to admit I I said something stupid. It's like the ten- what do you want a friggin' cookie? <laughs> you gonna you gonna finish that beer? <laughs> you gonna finish that beer? 
No, and back. So, uh, yeah, what was I thinking of? So he he drank all that protein stuff. Yeah, he would drink a. He, he would, would over drink because he was because his water his body was needing it. He drank a huge variety of different teas, which he would mix with honey. Okay. Tea contains many antioxidants. Right. Blah blah bloop. His favorite kind of teas were Lipton or a Chinese tea called Lai Cha. Um, remarkable athlete. Blah blah bloop. It's, it's he would any... consume four or five smaller meals a day rather than a couple of large meals plus healthy snacks okay. like fruits. Yeah, it's like the electric the electrolytes are out of whack. And then pasta it... was regularly on his menu. What was? Pasta. Oh, pasta. Yeah. Too much of anything is like too bad for you. You know, when you break it yeah, right down. That's true. Wow. I don't drink enough water. I'm the opposite. Oh, yeah. I get my water out of beer. I mean, come on, man. That doesn't count. Don't talk because to me beer about my drinking. Listen, you. don't lecture me about my drinking. I didn't. I was lecturing you about water. I don't want to hear it. That's fine. I don't want to talk about it. I'm done. It's an old Mexican standoff. <laughs> I don't think you can say that anymore either. <laughs> I loved, uh, did you ever watch... Uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. You like it? One of my favorites. Yeah, it was great. It I did feel the, a little disrespectful. The ending was pretty cool. Like I like how Tarantino always imagined. Tarantino, by the way, said he's ready to make his last movie. He's done. He doesn't know what it's going to be, but he said it's he's ready to call it. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I thought was... Uh, I've I, and If I had to call Leonardo DiCaprio... A movie where he's acted better. I could. I. I think that's his finest, purest acting moment. As uh, as he played, he he was he was uh, a character playing another character and acting that out. I, I just thought it was fascinating. I loved it. I mean, Brad Pitt had it easy. He was just a bodyguard, but um, man, he really took it to the Charlie Manson dudes at the end, just like they did Hitler. Yeah, I um. <laughs> Over- I thought Leo was great in Don't Look Up. I thought that was one of his great. Yeah, movies. I mean, it was a fun movie, but I, I, he, I haven't seen him act like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, it was down and gritty. and. I don't know. I thought he was really good in Django Unchained. Leo, I mean, Leo's sure. just the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the new... Uh... I'm just saying to play, he, he wasn't just an actor. He was an actor playing an actor. And, right. and I just thought like there was like inception. layers to that. Did you see the new lady that he's dating? Oh, uh, she uh, 12? No, she's 27. <laughs> so that's older for him. Because he usually stops at 26. Uh, the guy, of course, playing Bruce Lee in uh, Once Upon a Time, Michael Moe, who's got a studio up in Wanakee. Uh, Gigi Hadid. Oh, is that her name? Yeah, they got a 20-year age difference. They didn't know each other. I bet Mike would give us some free uh, kickboxing. We gave him a plug. Wait, I'm giving him a plug. Yeah, you done plugged him already. He didn't feel a thing. (laughs) Man, I would not want to fight that dude. He's like a 10-time black belt. Weren't you just in here saying you're going to go down there and fight him? (laughs) Dude. Listen to me. What I say off the air is separate. Don't get my ass kicked. That was all. That was you and me off air stuff. Yes, I said it, but I was totally laughing when I said it. So, Mike, if you're listening, and I know you're not, I apologize. He's I would, busy. I would never disrespect. Right? He's got a job. He's actually got a job. The JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen. Rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.